Hello, Motherfunkers. Welcome to Series 2 of Motherfunk, where we talk about making a pixie of parenting and other pursuits. We're Shirley and Shirley. Despite one of us being really long and the other one being really short... Average height. Sure. We actually do have a lot of similarities. We both have the same birthday. One of us is younger. But you look older. We went to the same school. We both have foreign mothers. Uh, my mother is Pan-Asian persuasion, by which I mean she's half Chinese and half Surinamese. Anybody heard of Suriname? Anybody, somebody, nobody, nobody? No, didn't think so. And my mother was 100% Palestinian, whatever that means these days. I'm with a bloke and I have a toddler and a baby, both male cubs for now. I'm with a bird. I also have a toddler and an even smaller baby, one of each. Hashtag blessed. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, motherfunkers. Hello, you muddy funsters. Welcome. Welcome, Shirley. Um, I'm excited. Welcome, Shirley. This is our first episode of the second season. 2022, and we are together at your gaff. We are. We did attempt a previous episode, but the uh, longer Shirley had COVID, and I was completely bunged up, and for and we did do a sound check. So, so here we are. Together. And we are ha- pleased. Are you, ha- are you happy to have me? Very happy to have you. So far, no issues. You haven't been too demanding. Shirley's wedding partner's obviously given us two different plates with three biscuits on each. She doesn't want us fingering each other's biscuits, as it were. Yeah, um, never mind that. We're cheek to jowl on the one mic. The the whole COVID thing has always been nonsensical from the beginning, from government level down to grassroots, and we are no different. But I'm out, and today is Freedom Day, and I tell you, I am thrilled to the marrow because I've been going bonkers, absolutely bonkers. Yeah, it doesn't suit you to be... uh... Cooped up. Cooped up, Rapunzel. It does not suit you. Let down that weave. Let down that weave. Shirley told me the other day that her neighbour thinks I look like Gisela Maxwell. And actually, I think I've taken it rather well. No, no, because he said, and he listens to me. Oh, he? I didn't realise it was he. I thought it was Shim next door. No, no, no. It's him next door. And he listens. He's so blessing. He goes, oh, I heard you. You dropped a new Christmas special. Can't wait to hear it. And he's a very, very sensible, clever man. Is he Um, or is he not trying to get off with me, is what I want to know. Is Gisela Maxwell a good thing (laughs) or a bad thing? No, he thought it was a terrible thing. And I said, oh, no, she'll love that. Because Gisela, I mean, sort of um, private sort of um, hobbies to one side. She's quite fit. And he goes, no, no, don't tell her. And I said, seriously. Seriously, it's much better than Miranda Hart, which or is indeed, what she always gets. Um, Jeff Goldblum, which is what <laughs> I used to get. And I have to say, he's aging well. But anyway, there we are. That's by the by. Um, yeah, I'll take that. Wear Thank that you. with pride. Gosh, it's all it's a it's a wonderful world we're living in at the moment, isn't it? Um, so I just kicking off twenty twenty two. I know we're over it. I know who cares. Mm. But have you hopes and dreams? But let's just steer clear of New Year's resolutions because we know they don't work. It's been scientifically proven. Hopes? Any hopes? Or, you know, moments, that's what they say now. It's achieving moments as opposed to massive things. Um, I need to do my tax return, but that's by the by. I know you did yours in July. Um, Apart from that, I want to do less and earn more. Lovely. And my hopes and dreams for this decade is to own a bigger house, more central. Okay. I think you'll achieve that. I think you'll achieve that. You? A couple of people need to fool off their perch and all will be well. Um, (laughs) Just joking. I'm just joking. Uh, but honestly, that's the only way to uh, make it these days. Um, me, hopes and dreams. I would like to get my Irish passport sorted so yeah. that I am just for European. Yeah. Um, I'll be well jealous. Yeah, when you I get know. That. She is. I know. I know. I never normally jealous. It's not a trait I like to. Um, I like to adopt. I try not to be jealous of people, but I will be well jealous. Anyway, that side. 
And also I want a decent nanny that's going to look after my... I need a decent nanny who's sort of 24-7. I don't mind if I have to do one day a week childcare, but literally she's going to have to do six. Six and evenings. Six and evenings. Norland um, nannies, I thought, was quite good for you. Norland nannies. Norland nannies. Um, Boris Johnson. Oh, my God, don't mention his name. Not today, not today. Um, the royals have a Norland nanny. They're basically Mary Poppins. I think they're a thousand grand and a half a day. Oh, right, right. So I'm probably more likely to get a Norwood nanny. Exactly. Yeah? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Same, same. Croydon, yeah, Croydon nanny. Exactly. Um, I'll let you know how that goes. Are you getting uh, a and nanny for both or just one? Uh, no, 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 just because the eldest is taken care of, he's okay. in nursery, and sure. he has his money that he's had since he was um, a babe. Yeah. And so, no, this is a nanny for the new one, right. which leads on to the sort of second, third and final thing, which is get a J-O-B. Get a J-O-B. I mean, we've been clooning around now for years, haven't we, Shirley? Shirley, I've been working. I hate to tell you this, but I've actually been working. Yeah. I have, well, I've been working. I've got a very, I've... very, very, very good day job, which has been really, 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 really hard, um, especially because I'm um, still, you know, I'm still feeding breast formula and indeed solids now thank you uh, my five i've got a five month old you've got a uh she's coming up to three months three actually. months so there we are guys we're a sort of tax quarter out but um yeah so my point is, is that i'm literally i'm still feeding at night and up in the morning but i think for this year we're gonna have to change things up aren't we Shirley? yeah we're gonna change things up. things up and when i say i don't work i do work but it just doesn't pay what i mean to say is i want a job that's creative mm. that is going to start to pay and i yeah. have to see it to believe it yeah. and to make it happen. I, yeah. Because I'm we're in our 40s now <laughs> and we can't be yet. Here, here. Aye, aye. Um, so that's it. I want to be paid for the work I do. Thank you. Have you heard of Low Crating? It's a website. No. It's, I didn't know about this, but I'm on a WhatsApp. I'm a silent, um, a silent participator on a WhatsApp participant even. Um, group. Anyway, my son's nursery has been talking about low crating and it's got all of the information, schools info, admissions, data, catchment area, checker, ETC. You do have to pay $7.99 a month, but apparently you only have to pay for the first month to find out all the information. And, you and then can, you log off. Yeah, log off. I'm not joking. I wasn't that impressed when my husband told me about it, but if you go on, it's really impressive. You see how many places, you see absolutely everything and it's all brand new data. Okay, we need to hear the website again or the app. Low crating. As in locating, but with an R, locating. Okay, because you've got a weak R, and I didn't. I've always you. had a very, very, very weak R. So I, I had locating. No, no, it's not locating. Locating. No, it's not locating. It's it's very much locating. Um, so because yeah, I think our listeners might be, our seven listeners might very well be interested in that. I think it's really, it's amazing, and it says private, public, uh, fee paying, non fee paying. It's got all the information you need. Oh, eight I love. Once and um, log off. Locating. Log you. on to log off. There very go. good tip there. Thank you. I have to say that my son has started asking questions that I feel ill-equipped to answer. Oh, no. Yeah. I thought I'd get these questions a bit further on. Like what, pray tell? So he's been asking one specific question. He's asked me about her. He gets me on my own, you see. So our private time these days, because we hardly get any time together now, is when he takes a dump. Because for some reason, he only allows me to um, wipe his ass, um, which I take as a massive compliment. There's the door, There's the door. That'll be in the other Amazon. Oh, should I go and get yeah, it? Yeah. Oh, well, don't worry good. about that. I'll go and get it. I'll answer the door in your house. <laughs> You've so set... many noises <laughs> in every single pocket of your house. That's you, the thing about you set being up the tiny love. Everyone's on the payroll except no one's getting paid. No. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to continue while she's gone. So we have these quiet times. You know, he likes to dump about three times a day. He's just like his mum. And um, he keeps asking me, 
mummy, how did you get pregnant? Um, but I was just explaining to him, yeah. he's asking, how did you get pregnant? Oh, right. And, uh, and I said, he, and I said, uh, and he goes, you know, but how did the baby get there? How did the baby get there? And I thought, I've got to think on my feet. Where's my winning partner? We haven't really discussed, you know, we did have a little book for him when he was two, which he loved, but he was only two. And how much of it did he understand? And we referred to a kind stranger who helped us. Um, but I said, well, it, and I just thought on my feet and I go, well, it's a seed, you know, a seed, much like a plant or a flower gets put inside um, the mummy and um, then she gets a baby. He goes, but who puts it there? Who puts the seed there? Nurse Jackie. And, um, you say Nurse Jackie. Nurse Jackie puts the seed. And I said, yes. Who? I go, you know, a very special person puts the seed there, darling. Very, very special person. And he goes, but who? They have to be very small to get inside and put the seed there. I said, that's, yeah. Um, actually, in my case, he goes, who put the seed? And he just kept on going, who put the seed there? And I thought, I'm going to have to... Because actually, they say when a child, regardless of his age, comes and asks you a question, it means they're ready to hear the answer. I just wow. said, in my, yeah, in, uh, I'll get on to that, Dr. Becky. Um, so I said, um, it, uh, in my case, a doctor put the seed there and it grew into baby. And he was really happy with that answer and then just didn't ask anything further, you know, didn't get. And I think the next question I might sort of elaborate, but you know, you need to be on the same team as your partner, don't you? Because I was just caught um, unguarded. Short. And um, yeah, so I was talking to a friend about it and she recommended this podcast and this, anyone struggling with sort of big issues or bullying or bad behaviour with their children, this woman, amazing, she's got PhD in psychology and um, she's got nearly 1 million followers on Insta. Actually, if you just want to, if you don't want to listen to her podcast, she's Dr. Becky, um, good inside. Her Instagram is great because she just poses all these questions like, um, my son won't stop whining and it really annoys me. And then she just gives a role play. She goes, okay, for example, okay, she's very American. Don't let that put you off. It will. You know it what I mean. Me off. You know what I mean. She's very, very American. But she knows what she's doing. And she gives these scenarios, role plays. And, um, and uh, you know, like, I don't like Stella anymore. And you go, okay, so what you do, you do not shut down the conversation. You do not say... Stellar's your best friend. Of course you like Stellar. No, you say, uh-huh. Is that right, honey? Did Stella do something annoying today? And you open up the conversation. This sounds hateful. Um, no, it's actually, it does. I know, I've done, because I'm You've also take, it, yeah. I'm taking Mickey hateful. out of her. But I have to say that I looked up a few things, because all her podcast episodes are things I'm struggling with at the moment. Okay. And I know that we've got, our children are sort of doing very different things at the moment, but and you know there's lots of things that I don't think I'm quite getting right and she's just got whole episodes on them and okay, all so these Dr. Um, Stella, scenarios Dr. Be- sorry Dr Becky good inside look her up highly recommend your champagne's arrived oh is that what it was so annoying for two birds that don't drink a lick you know you're hardly on it at all your other half has a glass and half out of radar for two weeks I literally cannot believe the amount of champagne that you've got in okay, your okay can I just basin. clarify I do not. I do not drink at all. Jagri, as I just said, that has driven my partner and everything else. Having two children and her having to her drink an Amazon show. I can say it because it's public news. Yeah, my my wedding partner is very busy writing very good. her very show, good. Um, that will be on Amazon Prime in I guess in next year or something. So all these factors and my general behaviour has driven her to alcohol. So she can't because I don't help her. She can't drink the full. Well, we order we order full bottles for when we go to people's houses. You might remember, might recall that we always bring one to you. But for her own sake, she has a demi bottle on Fridays. Every Friday, she has a demi bottle and Saturday. What is that? Two and a half glasses. Yeah, a little yeah, two and a half coops, three coops, and it's enough for her because because yeah. otherwise it's just it's flat in the fridge. So the champagne's here. Champagne's here. <laughs> Do you know 
that breastfeeding voyeurism is now a crime that can hold up to a two year maximum sentence. I did not know that, Shirley. I did not know that, no. Yeah, yeah there's the MP, um, the Labour MP, um, what's her Stella name? Creasy. Stella Creasy. Stella Creasy. So you don't know, but you do know. You don't know, but you do know. No, but I knew <laughs> I knew you were going to say Stella Creasy. I knew we'd be here looking for her name. Go um, on, Stella. She was on a train once and um, breastfeeding her baby. And there was a guy who was ridiculing her, making her feel uncomfortable, started filming her. And she felt so uncomfortable that she stopped feeding awful. her baby and got off at the wrong stop. You can imagine when you've got a newborn as well, getting off at the wrong stop. You don't need that, do you? Anyway, it absolutely angered her and made her sort of um, pursue changing the bill, which she's now succeeded in. Um, breast pests, I think. Is a sort of so, but how can what I want to know is how do you know you, if you've been staring, if you, if you stare, if you, I mean, yeah. So I think it has it? to be. I have. I think it has to be slightly more than just uh, copying a look, you know, because right. I would be done for breastfeeding voyeurism. I was about in that to case. say we'd both be guilty. We'd be guilty, Your Honour. Um, but I think if you Good start, um, yeah, I think if you start filming or and you report someone, you know, I don't know the ins and outs, but now it's actually a crime. I have and to I, say I am surprised because I don't think that many people give a shit about other people breastfeeding, but I think it is a London thing. I think in London people don't care. We must remember that in London we are living in a bubble yeah, on so maybe. many levels. And I mean, have you ever felt that you've been exposed or ridiculed or felt uncomfortable two places when I went to Zurich once um I felt that the place that we had dinner in was um, very much they weren't necessarily checking out my boobs they were just very much they're very against nice Parisian me. boobs though thank you they're very much against me at least they, they were they and so yeah that I felt like they were judging me my auntie was very much judging me but that's what you do in Zurich you do not go to Zurich to a five-star restaurant and get your baps out you don't do it but my son my firstborn then was very very hungry he was eight months old and looking back in hindsight i should have given him a spag bowl or something you know you, would you ever put the um the the concealer the shawl over the, the, that poncho thing yeah no because i think that it actually makes you look ridiculous i think wearing those things just draws attention to yourself more i think yeah throw over a scarf but don't wear one of those masks by the time you do that up you look like a, it's ridiculous I was like, because I, I had a, a lunch the other day with my brother and his partner. She whacked out her shawl and yeah. her father was there, who's my ex-boss. Don't worry, very complicated. So we've got men in the house. We've got we've got the nephew, we've got the brother, we've got the father-in-law. Yeah. She has a shawl so yeah. that her own husband... Or when she says shawl, she means basically the, scarf and the, the, yeah, yeah, the one that goes over the neck, the proper breastfeeding yeah. cover. So that her father can't see, her partner is spared and her nephew... By partnership, so Middle Eastern. That's and then that's tough, I, yeah, it? but except I'm the Middle Eastern one. She's North London, and and then it was my turn to breastfeed because we both got ba- babes, and I just literally locked out a knocker, and all eyes just look and then look away. They don't know what to do, and I I did feel a bit embarrassed. I did feel a bit embarrassed, but that's fine because it's family, isn't it? And I have to say, my old boss, he's seen my knockers millions of times, hasn't he? I mean, we. Had I old... think putting on a discreet scarf over your nipple is fine, and I think you can do it so you're not covering, you're not suffocating your baby. I think that's fine, but I think putting on those huge breastfeeding ponchos is a step too far and I've never seen a woman put one on seamlessly they always put them on they're always sort of it's getting sweating. tangled as yeah well. exactly no, the, no that's what you, I know no, I know um but I've uh yeah it's it I think it's a good thing I, I do think it's a good thing mm-hmm. because people just know that actually it's not cool it's not cool don't look and don't your certainly business. don't get your effing phone out absolutely I actually caught COVID on New Year's Eve. I went to a party in a castle. That's all I'm allowed to say. It was a party in a castle. I signed an NDA, so I'm not allowed to say any more than that. But um, two thirds of the party came down with COVID. 
and the other half didn't come down with COVID. I have very little pity. I know. Very I know, but actually, pity. you know what? And I know apparently you're not meant to say there's an article about this, but I'm really glad to have got it out of the way. Yeah, get it out of the way and know that you were okay and yeah. you got it out of the way. I'm kind of feeling like that. I don't understand how I escaped it because actually just post Christmas. You have to say though. My winning, winning partner. partner yeah. Oh, I'm about to tell the people. Sure. Don't you worry. My winning partner got COVID and we are so careful. Bear in mind we were isolating before and then went basically to a farmhouse in the middle of Devon where we didn't see any people and then she got it. I don't know. So we must have taken it from London, maybe a service station. Who knows? Who cares? Point is, because... <laughs> Because we just couldn't cope with all being in the house for seven days because my toddler literally would have um, torn the house down and killed us all. Um, I just had to keep COVID clear. So my winning partner was masked and gloved the whole time, slept in a separate room. We dined at separate ends of the table. And I still thought I'd catch it, but I thought, listen, it's worth it. And she was up for it, so why not? And tested every single day, negative. What does it mean? Does it mean those lateral flows sometimes work, sometimes doesn't? Does it mean I escaped it? Is it to come? I don't know. I kind of wish I, I, I'd had it Yeah, now. I think so. Because, well, you're quite close to me and I'm kind of thinking a bit like a chicken pox party that maybe... Maybe. But maybe not. Because be if so you lucky. had it, no, I don't think I'd be so lucky because you had it news. It's quite a long time But it, well, what the suffering is being in the house so long, I went from pox to COVID. So I've been in and, you know, my cleaner hasn't turned up, has she? <sighs> Where is she and how Where dare she? Where is she and how dare she? I've been watching the morning show. Oh, what are we? Season one or two? Season one. Oh, slow to the mark, slow off the mark. I watched started. I started watching season two, and it's nowhere near as good. I'm That's annoyed. What they say. That's what it's, they it's say. So bad. It's good. They apparently they say it's so bad. It's you know good. what? I might push on by myself because my husband's lost interest after having loved the first season. Both of us did. Um, it's really well done, isn't it? Oh, I really enjoyed it. I because it makes you think. Don't don't. I don't know how you feel. I used to get myself in those situations all the time, and like. What I situations can, exactly? Well, just, you know, whereby I can, with with certain gentlemen, with certain older gentlemen, whereby they can justify in their head that I did come up, I did, I consented to coming into the room, I, I consented to having a drink, incident, and, I like, and you can okay. convince yourself in that moment when someone goes quiet and is quite rigid and basically terrified that they're consenting. Uh, you don't say anything, but, but, but the trauma that person goes through is just, it's just so interesting because... Even if it hadn't been that bad, you can still convince yourself of anything. So I can see how he's convinced himself of something. I can see why she was completely traumatised. Bear in mind, I have, this is I'm going back over a year of having seen this, but I just remember finding it so interesting the nuances of just um, when how how people you know come away from those scenarios. Absolutely, and for those of you who don't know, it's um, two presenters who present a morning show every day. And one of them is accused of a sort of hashtag Me Too incident, although there have been numerous incidents within the building. And who is actually accountable for it? Is it the channel? Is it the network? You know, it's interesting. Is it Rachel from Friends? Because she knew, she knows what her co-host has done. It's tough, um, though. It is tough. Yeah. And it does, you're right, it does feel like a generational thing. And it does also feel like, um, yeah, it's, it, I, it's very interesting. And also, I was looking at it from a point of view of, can you imagine waking up every day at 3.30 to be on a morning breakfast show at 6? I, I could. I couldn't imagine you doing yeah. it. I couldn't. I'm but, up at 3.30 every but you're, morning but anyway. Yeah, but being up and out in, in fond de tente with your hair blow-dried like that. But someone's picking me up and someone's putting fond de tente on me and then I get dropped off at four in the afternoon and I'll Isn't sleep. it a highly stressful job? Yeah. She's very good in it. Reese Witherspoon's very good in it. And Steve Carell's excellent. In fact, the whole cast are very good. The I assure are very you, good. everyone listening yeah. has seen it. That it was massive at the time, and it was it's quite old now. I'd be very surprised, but do write in, guys. Do if you write haven't in. seen it, um, do DM us if you haven't seen it. 
and I'm speaking out of line because basically get the whole plot away. But yeah, it was a good watch. I'm watching something called Dope Sick. Never heard of it. No, you wouldn't. And we don't quite understand why it hasn't. I, I have to do it for research purposes, but um, it's got quite an impressive cast. What can say. we watch it on? It's, this is the annoying thing. It's on Disney. Okay. It's on Disney, yeah, okay. and you have to subscribe. Um, but it's got um, Michael Keaton in, Peter Sarsgaard, um, Sar- or Poulter, Poulter. Um, and it's um, based on a non-fiction, so it's true, it's a true story, um, a non-fiction book of the same name. And it's basically this, uh, people know about it, I didn't know about it, that will not surprise you. And you, I, I'm just going to take a wild stab in the dark that you may not have heard this story. But in America, um, this drug that was released, um, an opioid, claiming to have no addictive qualities um basically. oxycontin well done i watched a I watched a documentary about it on netflix how dare i then i do apologize yeah how dare you um, there was a there was a um very very interesting uh, documentary about it on netflix let me see if i can find it yeah, but so, go so on it's going in it's pulling in on these like you know these families these communities where oxycontin completely you know people were uh getting highly addictive despite the claims that that it's not addictive and um crime shot up in the area child prostitution mm. shot up in mm. the area prisons became over spilled overfilled and these lovely communities where once you had your door unlocked for the past 200 years everyone is basically turning mad and um yeah it was it's such criminal behavior of how and, and anyway we're, we're getting into the um into the webs and the ins and outs and the whys and wherefores but really interesting but desperately sad that this managed to happen and took place um, but yeah, that's what I'm watching. That sounds very interesting. I watched a documentary called The Pharmacist, which was one of the best documentaries I've ever seen, and it was very much about the same drug and how it affects community. So yes, no, very good. What's your winner-winner? My winner-winner... I do like to start with my dead duck. What's your I dead did, duck, Shirley? I like to start on a... What's your dead duck, Shirley? <laughs> I don't on a high. So my dead duck is last night... I don't know what you do for breastfeeding, but I have so many pillows. I like to recreate the oh, NHS I sort of. Do um, that. I sit on an old so, wooden broken plinth and get out a, a knackered old empty sack. That's what I do. So I've, I've got about. I six like to have one hundred and seven pillows, preferably goose, Hungarian goose. Um, really high thread count. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, this is my, I only have myself to blame. So I've got a really sort of big padded scenario going on, and my apartment now just sleeps out the room because me and the little one. That's so sad because you know what? What is a slippery old start, slope? Once yeah. you start that, then they're out the ass. They're, they're out, out the ass. ass. No, it's because my old one is having trouble sleeping. Should be back in. Should be back in. So it's been lovely. I've got lots of space. Anyway, my bloody, you know, I've got all these cushions and um, the breastfeeding long sausages mm-hmm. putting me up. Mm-hmm. In the night I got up, I knocked over my water and it went, splashed over multiple electri- electrics. When I say that, it went over the monitor plug. Everything was unplugged because we got the painter next the door. Monitor, so it all... The Lovex. The, the um... <laughs> no, 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 no. The, 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 the charger, the, the monitor, the, um, what is the Lovex? Is that some sex toy? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't have. Um... Maybe I'm going to get some sex toys there's for 2022. Really, some really good ones out at the moment. I'm going to do that. I'm going to get sexy in 2022. Please. Mark my word. Listen. And anyway, just went over everything. This was at three o'clock in the morning. And the hairdryer, you know, my wooden partner just blow dries her hair every single morning. And I had to just then get up, start drying them, because I thought she comes and takes the hairdryer and just sets herself on fire. Um, that was a bit of a dead duck. I that is say. a dead duck. So what's the story? Don't drink water by the bed. No, I'm going to have to get a sippy cup, aren't I, like my son has, so that because I've dropped it so many times because these pillows are always pushing my bedside table and pushing everything off. Yeah, onto you're the going floor. to have to get a sippy cup. I'm going to get a sippy cup. What's your dead duck? 
The duck is the fact that I've had COVID and been in the house for seven days and I've gone mad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. And I, the thing is also, I can't do anything. I can't sort out my wardrobes. I can't reorganise anything. You've got two kids hanging off you. I've got two kids hanging off me. That's the thing. And they're both on different rhythms. But anyway, I'll get over it. Can you sense any an anger or anxiety in my voice? No, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Winner, winner? Winner, winner. Um... I think my brain is slowly returning. Oh. Now, I don't know. Okay. I, no, no. I know. It's a, it's a huge claim to make. But, and I'm not just saying from pregnancy. You know, I've had my vestibular issues, mm. which completely gives you brain fog and you just can't remember anything. I, it literally has been like being in memento where I need post-it notes going, who am I? Why am I? I? I don't know what's going on. I have no memory. And it's no good people saying, why don't you write it down? Because you actually have to remember that you've written something yeah. down. That's the, I can't even remember that I wrote something down. Sure. Um, but slowly, I, I, I've got uh, just little bits. And it, it was really lovely. Yesterday, I just got a few things done. And I haven't been able to do that for over a year. So win-win, mate. That is good. That yeah. is good. Yeah. Getting that brain She's back. back. Getting She's back. Um, you want a winner winner from me? Oh, do you not? You never have one. You know we always do good ducks Okay. Winners. I guess uh, this is small things in life. It's the small things in life. So just the fact that it's freedom day today. I'm at the house. I'm eating biscuits with you. And hopefully we'll go for a work walk. I'll get to stretch my legs. I haven't even had any exercise. I've had nothing. I'm going to take her out for a cup of tea and a cake, I said. Oh, so let's, do the, then, let's do the podcast and let's go out for a cup of tea and a It's the cake. small things in life, Shirley. It's the small things in life. So, yep, that is my winner winner for now. And if I get my tax return done at the weekend, that will be something. <laughs> Shelley and I have got a gig soon. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the gig? Mainly because I have no details myself. Well, um, the, I, I've mentioned on a previous podcast, but for our new listeners, uh, welcome. Good Hello. to have you here. Hello. Um, hope you've enjoyed. Um, we have got a gig, Weapons of Mass Hilarity. It's at a um, venue in King's Cross. Because you've just caught me on the spot now, I don't actually have the deeds. Let me see. It's on the Sunday the 29th. Don't worry, Shelley's put it on our website. Uh, yeah. Sunday, <laughs> yeah. So it's on the it's on the 30th of Jan. Not the 29th at all. Sunday the 30th of Jan at 7pm and it's at 2 North Down in King's Cross and we'll be doing a set there and um, look it up in the Guardian. It's been a really well received evening. Weapons of mass hilarity. Come see us. I had no idea it was a Sunday. I thought it was a Monday night. But Sunday's better than Monday for sure. Thank you so much for tuning in. Shirley, thank you very much for having me. Thank you for being here. Thank you. See you later, guys. Bye. You've been listening to Mother Funk with Shirley and Shirley, otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson, produced by Mabel Productions. Tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Mother Funk.